0: Well, we wasn't going to leave you out there. So let's uh, episode five again, right? Well, the redo of the Send.com podcast. Um, we had to just edit the last five minutes that we did. Um, so I'm going to fast forward. I'm here in the building with a good friend of mine, Alex the Alpha. His name means Alpha, which means... Alpha and he's with the pack, which is like a group of people, and together they're in a pack because it's not one of them, it's a pack of them. Um and you started doing music because of what?
1: Um, yo, this is gonna sound crazy, but I think I saw a video of the amigos in a car riding around with some some I don't know, TV head or whatever, and like they made a song out of nowhere and they just pulled out a hundred thousand dollars. For no reason
0: Was it that comedy thing I think the, uh The yeah. guy that him around Yeah okay
1: And so like I'm like yo These niggas have bread To just pull out A hundred thousand For no reason I could do so much With this hundred thousand I could I could bless my family I could bless my soul The people around me The people I really care for And like Literally that was That was That actually sparked The fire again Um Cause I used to write When I was younger And I stopped But that That's That's kind of What started the flame again For me Um Just wanted to do more for everybody around me. Uh, Obviously, I can't feed nobody with no food on the table. So I want to make sure I got food on my table.
0: So your inspiration for doing music is money? No. That's what it sounds like.
1: It sounds like that. But my inspiration for doing music uh, is, one, I do love actually making music. I'm also slightly conceited because I love hearing myself. Um, But secondly, I want... I want a better possibility for everybody around me. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, even if even if I did everything off of connections, like, cool. If these connections can help someone I know, that's what I want. Like, to, to get everybody to a point where they can be happy, I want to be happy. And I'm more happy when everybody else around me is happy. So, like, that's pretty much what it is. Um, the money, the money don't matter to me. I'm really, the money's just a a gateway to the things that I'm really trying to do. I wanna invest in my friends, my family, my peoples, you know what I'm saying? I wanna make sure that everybody I love is taken care of, you know what I mean, um so like like I said, if I get paid in like great networking, then I'll do that shit.
0: So you don't you don't care about the money. So then you pretty much you do it for the love.
1: Exactly. What if you
0: never make money doing music?
1: Shit, I've been doing this for a year. I ain't really made money yet. I'm still going <laughs> The fuck you talking about <laughs> I mean, it's it's like I said, it's it's really about the people around me, bro. I don't I don't do this shit for myself, really. I do it for everybody else, cause like this is this is just the the start for. So you're like the
0: sacrificial head. lamb, pretty much more or less of the yeah, pack.
1: Yeah. For a fact, yeah, nah, that I. Has...
0: All right, that's pretty dope. Um, I, I hate I don't do interviews, so I hate sound like I'm doing an interview. Nah, but because it. I fuck with you on a on a personal level, I think it's cool for me to try to get to know a little bit more about you musically, cause we don't have. I make it my duty sometimes to not have or a lot of times not to have musical conversations with friends like that. I mean, I even know what you're doing firsthand, yeah. but you're one of those friends that's not around all the time, but you are, but you're still all around all the time. Um, but because of your location, obviously you can't be around me. I mean, like, you know, we have pure who's, who's here all the time. So I pretty much know pure and still learning more stuff about pure. So I think it's always cool. Always cool. When I can learn more things about my friends. Um, so you're not inspired by the money at all. Um, now, when making a, making a song, like, what's your process? Like, is your process, like, I need this to chart. I need this to stream well. I need people to pay attention. I need to prove that I'm the best rapper in the world. I need to get ass. Like, what's your motivation <laughs> for, like, for making... Oh,
1: um, now I'm good on ass. I got me a girl, so I don't Gucci on that. But, um, uh, the process for music is, like, it sounds good to me. Let me, let me finish this. <laughs> they will fuck with me. I don't really care, because... You know, um, for me, like I, I, like, I just like making music. For me, I feel like there's a demographic for everybody. So like, even if like it's asked for you, it might be fired for somebody else. And like, so as long as I like it, I know somebody else will. So like, that's just my mentality when I make a song. I'm like, I like this shit. Someone won't like it. I don't
0: care. What was what was your uh, motivation for the album that you just dropped?
1: Um. The motivation for the album was actually those uh two songs that got cut from uh for the pack. It just it's not that that they were bad songs, they just didn't fit as much. Um I tried to incorporate a few different personalities with myself for the EP. Um the first song for the pack, that's more of like a deep song. Like, like I'm trying to make sure that like me and my team is eating. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, all because I'm I'm being an artist right now, don't mean that I wouldn't like See
0: you mentioned eating again. It just makes me feel like your motivation behind it is mu- is money and not really the art of music.
1: Nah, that's fine. Like I said, it's gonna sound that way, but I know my intentions is like I said, I wanna make sure the team eating. I ain't saying me, I want my team to eat. So like I'll do what I need to so do. So do you
0: think that your music will sound different if you just did it for the art of it? 'Cause I feel like people who make I feel like artists that make music solely for the chance to get some kind of um, financial gain or a certain type of purpose, I feel like their music just sounds different than artists that just make it for the art. For example, I think that uh, I think artists like Pitbull and Flowrider make music knowing that it's gonna chart or music that's gonna get a certain demographic that's gonna get them you know, that party crowd, that money, that stream streaming crowd. And then I feel you have artists like J. Cole that does well streaming, but I don't think that it's because he's trying to. I feel like he's also been, he's always, he's been one of the main people that's been pure to his, his, um, his brand. So what do you think? Do you think that your goal is when you're writing a song is, you I just want to get the pack money or I want to get money or this and that, whatever, or is it because like, I want to make music. I'm this type of artist. Are you going into the studio saying, I need this type of beat? I need to make this type of hook. I need it to be super catchy and everyone to say it because I know this is what's going to get me uh, X amount of dollars.
1: Nah. Actually, um, like I said, like, if I hear a beat, um, if I like it, we just go from there. Um, I actually did a, a song with him the other, like a few weeks ago. I'm
0: sorry. I don't know who he is.
1: My bad. I did a... Uh, <clears throat> we did a song with The Pure, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my boy, uh, and... Literally, it was from scratch. Like there was, there was like, no real thought process on it. Just, just like trying to get the hook down. But like, I didn't, I didn't do it with the intentions of, oh, this, this song has to chart or this song is going to make us like. I, I wanted to do that song with the peer. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, respect this craft and I love his music. Um, by the way, if y'all haven't yet, y'all should definitely listen to, to his, uh, mixtape EP album that dropped. Um, Autotune Therapy Because it is actually fire There's an unreleased cool, version Cool little plug Cool little plug You know what I'm saying There's an unreleased version Of me on uh, his song High But you know Whatever <laughs> But um Nah I I enjoy I enjoy making Every song that I do Um <clears throat> If anything The bonus is The potential Of allowing My people to eat If that That puts in a better perspective Or in a better light, I love doing what I'm doing uh, you know where I'm? I'm driving an hour and a half away just to go to any performance I've been doing all summer. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not that's not me being money hungry. That's me loving the fact that I'm on stage making noise. You know I'm yeah, saying?
0: that's dope. But I feel like artists should understand that you. I mean, it's like with what anything you do in life, like your investment into your art is what's going to pay off later on. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you're um, if you're investing time and energy. And money into your craft, like any other business, is gonna pay off. And I feel like a lot of artists are kind of lazy with it. Like I noticed that. Like I've been doing showcases and concerts and and putting different things together for artists for a while. And the majority of artists just make excuses for anything. You know what I'm saying? For, you know, they don't go the extra miles So I do admire the fact that you travel, you know, a distance because I mean, think about it. If you're going touring, you have to do the same thing. You know what I mean? So it is good practice for you to get used to going to different places. And your 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 Putting yourself in a different demographic, you know what I'm saying? There's different. It, New York is is crazy because different climates throughout New York. Like Brooklyn doesn't feel like anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? That's the city not. doesn't feel like anywhere else, and Queens doesn't feel like anywhere else. So if you're going rocking at these different spots, you know what I'm saying? And That's you're from 50. you're from where? Jersey?
1: I mean, I'm living in Jersey. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm from Jersey. Um, I'm actually pure. I'm I'm more from uh Florida if anything. I probably spent the most of my life in Florida, but I moved up here about 4 or 5 years ago. It was about 5 years ago actually, and I was in Long Island, Bayshore, Islip area. And um, now I'm in Jersey due to certain circumstances. So what do you what do you
0: rep? Like do you rep Long Island? Do you rep Yo, son, doesn't matter? that's the weirdest shit. Yeah, cuz that's hard. I'm always curious about about where an artist reps. Cuz some artists represent where they're from, they represent where they're at, they represent um you know it just always it varies so where yeah, if someone says hey you know where are you from in your bio where what do you put in are you putting long island
1: i actually do um every show i go to i'll i'll i rep strong island for a fact um because at the end of the day the alpha originated in in long island so like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna wrap florida because the alpha is not in Florida You know what I'm saying I've been out here <laughs> Like I've been out here Putting in work I, I'm doing shows with y'all You know what I mean Like I'm not gonna rap Florida I'll be the only nigga be out, out here saying Yo 352 till I die Like that's not That's not the wave <laughs> but,
0: where's, where's 352?
1: Uh That's Ocala Florida That's Central Florida So like Doesn't count How <laughs> <laughs> does that count? It don't, it don't matter If you're not
0: Miami It doesn't count
1: Oh wow Fort
0: Lauderdale Doesn't sound cool I mean, Fort Lauderdale is cool, too. So, I would say Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Like I've never heard any ill rappers from Orlando. Where, where's Plaza from? Plaza's from St. Petersburg or something like that? Is that uh, even a place? But whatever. St. Yeah. Petersburg is a place. It is a place? I, like, I thought I made that shit place. up. No. It's, but it's in Florida, right?
1: I'm almost positive. I don't, I don't know the... All
0: right. What if it's not it is. You know what I'm saying? It's in Florida now. Um, but that's, <laughs> that's 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 super dope. Um, there's like a bunch of... I mean, speaking of Long Island, I just saw on, on the internet, they got like a top 50 Long Island rapper list. Um, I don't recognize like half of those artists. They got Rock at like number 48, which is kind of crazy. Um, how do you feel about rapper list? Like,
1: um, I I feel like it's majority biased. Um, it's it's definitely somebody whoever created that's definitely on their opinion list. You know what I mean? Like, that's just that's any list to me, honestly. Like, if you if you gonna make a list of somebody that's the best over somebody else, you personally put that list together, so you personally don't feel like that's who you. Like you bump to, you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes
0: sense. I think it's so all for preference and what you relate to the most. Exactly, you
1: know what I'm not saying. Not
0: everybody could give credit to artists and be like, "Wow, I don't really like this, like this person as a person, but musically he's nice." Like for me, I'm a everybody who knows me, I'm a, I'm a huge Joe Budden fan. You know what I mean? I've always been a big Joe Budden fan, but there's a lot of people who haven't been up on his music. They're up on his act whatever the word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're up on that shit, but they're not <laughs> up on um they're not up on him as an artist. So they don't really kind of they're not really familiar with like. Him as an artist, but I relate to him for the most part personally, and I can still um debate with anyone about his lyrical ability. You know what I'm saying? it's Like, he's in my top three, which to some people makes no sense. Like, Nas to me is number one, and Joey's probably like number two. I put, for me, I personally put Joey above Jay. To a lot of people, that's blasphemy. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm going just straight off of lyrical ability and, 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 the way that his songs impacted and related to me, then I would have to put him. You know what I mean, as no. um, as number two. Who's your Who's your top three?
1: Bro, like in like out of all the rappers, mm-hmm. this is gonna sound super crazy for like almost everybody, but like Kevin Gates is like my number one. Right, see, least, nah, see, like, <laughs> just look. You I, can't, guess, I can't,
0: I can't, I can't, I can't knock any. I can't knock anyone's top three list because, like you said, it's, it's based, based opinion, upon who you know they. Yeah, you know right.
1: But see, like for Kevin Gates, like Kevin Gates has always been like. He's been lyrical, but he's been like hood and also emotional at the same time. Like, alright, I can respect this shit. Like fucking um supposed to be in love, bro. When my son was like a few months old when he started crying, I used to sing the hook to Post to Be in Love and he would calm down. That sounds crazy, but like that's that's a real that's a real fact for me. Um Number two Damn Lil Wayne.
0: And, uh, I can see why Little Wayne be number two.
1: That's a that's a fucking goat right there, right? <laughs> that's a goat right there. Um, number three. That's actually that's actually a good question because I want to say Drake, but I don't like Drake as much as I used to anymore. So like, why? Um, I feel like I feel like at this point, if you heard one Drake song, any recent Drake songs, you heard them all. Too. I'm
0: gonna disagree with you. Huh? I disagree with you. You
1: disagree with me? Yeah. I, f- I feel
0: like Drake has been the artist that has transcended his sound and I feel like uh he's been dope at saying conveying his message in different type of ways. Sir- I would say
1: he's super consistent with music. I would definitely say that super
0: consistent, but even super with his consistent. message and his themes, I feel like the the beauty about Drake to me is he makes relatable music. That's that's no, that's, that's that's to him. You know what I mean? That's like a fact. We've actually grown with Drake, and and I feel like I like artists like that, I like artists that you grow with, like Rick Ross is one of those artists that that I feel like is relatable when it comes to his sound and music. You know what I mean? Yeah, I um, and just the consistency. So Drake to me is one of those things. Like you know what you're gonna get when you when you get a Drake album, but to me you don't know how you're gonna get it.
1: nah no, you know I, I, I get that. I'm just saying. I don't know. Like to me personally, this is like I like Drake. Drake ain't fall off. But like now, I just feel like.
0: What does that mean, fall off?
1: Just to switch up.
0: What does that mean, fall off?
1: Fall off would mean like you just like you completely left your your lane, like, like now you're in a downfall, like that slippery slope. You know what I'm saying? That snowball effect. I don't think like he hit that at all, nowhere close to it. I just feel, I just feel that like.
0: I don't think he's ever gonna hit that. I don't think. He's I know. Hit
1: that. I don't. Not Drake. You know what I'm saying? Not not a Jimmy, Jake, Rogers. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's
0: ever going to make that. I feel like Drake is one of those. I feel like Drake, Cole, Kendrick, uh, I feel like those are the top three from that class. That's not, even Wale, man. Like Wale, I feel like Wale is super dope. I feel like if he stays true to his type of music, then, you know, nah, definitely. If you Wale, switch
1: up, yeah, nah, definitely. I mean,
0: he's he's having a great run with his project right now. And yo, know, at, one, at one point, I, Meek was falling. Meek was having a decline and, and shit. Like, when he got locked up and, you know, when he got got with Nicki and then he, you know, he got yeah, locked up. Yeah, I was about up. to mention that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like like Meek has made way better female music after Nicki. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's been more relatable to the females on that level. But just like his whole, and I, I don't think it's a rebrand. I feel like it's a, he went through something that's uh, that was real. I feel like all the legal issues were real. I don't think it's anything that was purposeful. But damn man, I feel like he, he made the best out of that situation. Not definitely. And it really helped revamp who he is, you know what I
1: mean? I, w- I would definitely say that um that Meek went through enough within like the past few years. You know, it was the legal stuff, the Nicki thing, you know what I'm saying? Even the, the Drake beef, you know what I'm saying? Just to just to get to the point to go from being who Meek is, getting into a beef with Drake and getting to the point where they could shake hands and like pull up on each other's like sets and stuff like that, like that. That that alone is already growth, you know what I'm saying? Um,
0: it's growth. You got you had to Drake was whooping that ass. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't Drake trying was trying to say nothing yeah, like that. No, he was. Drake was Drake was whooping that ass. No, nah, like. I'm
1: okay. I've had this argument with a few of my boys and like that that that's always been my opinion like Drake gave that nigga that work. For an R&B light-skinned singer nigga, like... Why is he an R&B
0: singing nigga? Like, he's a nigga that just... Like, not that raps, for, but. for
1: the artist that he is, like, Drake is a, almost a stereotype. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to Tallahassee, but... um Tallahassee's, like, very big on, like, calling people by their skin tones. Like, dark-skinned niggas against light-skinned niggas and shit like that. And then, like, you a light-skinned dude? Like, they're like, oh, you a Drake-ass listening nigga? You probably cry at night. To Drake and shit like that, which is bad that I'm probably bringing it up, but like, you know what I'm saying? Drake, Drake is a like a whole like demographic of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but not nah, like Drake. Drake is definitely like a phenomenal artist, but for Drake to be not on that more hardcore sound to go against Meek and actually come on top, I was, I was like, see, this is why I fucked the shoe since Aubrey Graham. I want
0: to do more research on that. I'll do more research on where the stigma came, uh, originated that light-skinned niggas were softer I don't know I'm, I'm probably thinking maybe slavery days or something you know what I'm not saying not maybe, sl-
1: I, I would definitely yeah, say I would that.
0: Probably, I would, but I definitely want to read more about that because I'm, I'm into that stuff I'm into researching and reading yeah, and nah. things like that because I just don't understand like people say light-skinned niggas are softer and I just think about Ice-T who was like one of the biggest gangster rappers of all time Yeah, you know I mean I mean of you you know a lot of people who you know i just, i just you know random fact but nah, like it's, it's fucked but, up. But, but yeah but <laughs> it's but but, but, but drake being who he was i wasn't surprised that drake this is the same person that was you know it's not this wasn't drake's first time calling out somebody meek wasn't the first person like he threw bars at joe budden he threw he threw bars at common his common his common ver, battle verse was epic you know what i mean the
1: you know what it is i feel i feel like meek was such is such an aggressive rapper and like he started off on battles you know what I'm saying so like when I heard that Drake was beefing with Meek, my first initial thought was like oh no damn and then like my nigga charged up and I was like okay yeah, was crazy <laughs> okay that's my man's right there but I don't know like he definitely he definitely um went beyond and above my expectations on that whole beef and like I, I be I be throwing it in people's faces Drake's my nigga you know what I'm saying like I don't know, that's my boy, but um, I don't know. He's probably like, I'm not gonna say he's not top three, but I'm I'm gonna definitely say that he's probably tied with top three was uh, another artist. So I have to I have to actually think further because like to be honest with you, there's there's like a lot of artists that um that i listen to, um so like, I gotta I gotta actually dig on that on that number three slot. But Drake is definitely in there. But he's he's definitely probably tied with somebody
0: right now. At the current moment. Um, with your album, what inspired you to make your project? Was it was was a certain artist or a certain album? I like I gotta tell you for me when I when I did um my I've been pro, I've been procrastinating on dropping a new project for a minute. I've been focusing on so many of the different things. But I remember when I did my project, Crowded Room, um I was in a dark place. I was depressed. I was going through a ton of different issues. I, I, I finished that album in like a, like maybe like a weekend. Hmm. You know what I saying? Mean? I did that in two days. I finished a project. A well, little nice little EP. 13 records. Um, Which is kind of yeah, like an album. It's not really it an EP. Well, whatever. EP but, uh, <laughs> all, all the songs weren't the typical three minute and change songs. They were like, you know, two and change. Yeah, I guess it was an album. But it's, I called the crowd of an EP because I wanted to do a, a, a different album afterwards. Which I never did. You know what I mean? I'm working on something now. So, um, Like I said, I was just depressed. I had people that were begging me for music all the time. I was featured in a couple of artists' records, and people just always wanted me to kind of put out my own shit. And I would throw a little single here and there, freestyle here and there, and people be like, yo, we want a project. And it was to the point that that became my marketing for it. Like everybody's saying, since never dropping this album. You know what I'm saying? Um, So with that being said, you know, I also being depressed, and which I find like this is the wrong thing to do, right? So, when I'm going through something where I'm depressed, I used to listen to like depressing music mm. instead yeah. of reversing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Instead of reverse. This is where we get to the heart of the podcast, where we yeah. get, to, get like it's a real conversation. Like, we got all the formalities out the way. That's but I funny. would listen to like the, the more, like 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 I told you, Joe Budden was an artist who I fuck with heavy. Like, Kid Cuddy's in my top five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, not even talking rappers, maybe talking just artistry. Like, Kid Cuddy's another one. And, and if you listen to some of his music, Shit, I would go as far as to say that Future's a depressed person. You can hear it in some of his music. It just has a nice beat to it. So you're in a club dancing to a nigga saying, I'm, I'm done with, like I'm done with life. You know what I mean? And we're just having mad fun to his music. So it's, you know what I mean? Like that inspired me to probably, you know what I mean? Push my album a certain type of way and, and whatever. Like what, coming into this project, you know what inspired you? Was it a certain artist? Was it just like was it really the money thing or just like I gotta put something out? Was like any artists
1: Nah, you know what? Each each song I was like in a different different mood and um I have a love song on there called Nobody But You when I made that song That's a good Um, song. Uh when I made that song I was like I don't know. Me and my girl still kinda lovey dovey and shit like that but like I definitely wanted to make a song for my girl and not because like she asked me for it, because I, I genuinely wanted to like make sure that she knew that she was special to me, and like there's nobody else that I'm trying to be with, um so I mean nobody but you. Uh, different lanes, that song I kind of wrote, just like you know observing different people and stuff like that. Like I'm I'm on a specific path right now, and like people, people around me would be like oh nah let's do this that and a third, and I'm like nah bro. We could, we could definitely we could definitely get to where we're trying to be at through music. So, let's do that. And they like, nah. I'm like, so I made different lanes off of that shit. Um, Watch. Watch, I was in, yo, I'm not going to lie to you. I probably, like, I, I probably faced, like, a good amount of Hennessy when I wrote Watch. And it was just <laughs> a big-ass braggy song, bro. Like, Watch, like, Watch was just, like, I was in a cocky-ass mood, so I made a cocky-ass song called Watch. And then, I
0: think every rapper should have one of those records, bro.
1: I, it's like my favorite song to perform, to be honest with you. Even though like I'm pushing different lanes, like a motherfucker, bro. But like, Watch is my favorite song to perform. It's, like to me, it's just like it's so like swaggy. Um, and then the song for the pack, I was just like, I want to make a relatable song, and like,
0: it's to me the pack sounded like one of those records that you made just to make it sound like everything else that was out now.
1: For the pack the like the yeah. song for the pack?
0: Yeah. Like I, I wanna capture this type of sound, so I'm going with it.
1: No, you the funny thing is, um this for the pack that got released versus the original version sounds completely different. It it wasn't until we recorded until I recorded different lanes with with the pure when he put me on to like layers and like once once I like I started hearing layers, I was like, okay, hold on now. Let me. I I was already gonna re like revisit that song anyhow, but like after I did different lanes and I added layers to for the pack, I was like this song is fucking fire. I did that shit. That song makes me happy. Like it's it releases opiates. Like when I'm like I'll be in my car and I'll like, just huh endorphins. That shit endorphins. I apologize. anybody don't call me on the the opiates. But did he
0: said opiate? Like- I
1: did say opiates. Okay, alright Well,
0: Endorses, whatever whatever, whatever it makes you <laughs> Really <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but like it, it, it that makes me happy Like, listening to that song Cause like To me, that song actually Was real Like, there's a There's a portion in the song Where it says uh, I've been broken, homeless Felt like I was uh, I felt like life was hopeless Like, I, I hit a point in my life Where like Um why I considered Suicide at some point And I always kept the face And shit like that But <clears throat> But I wanted to make sure that like real shit that that was going on in my life was actually there. Like I wanted like everything I'm doing is always for my child.
0: Let's not let's let's not skip that. Why? Well, uh, share with me. You know what I'm saying what made you, what brought you to the point where you were suicidal. Like being I got a story about the homeless thing too. Like I want to tell you I want to share something with you guys about being homeless. Um, this is something that happened to me this weekend, but for you. You know, um, well, let's, let's, let's put a pause on the suicidal thing. Um, I'm very, uh, compassionate when it comes to homeless people. Um, the reason being is I'll never forget. I I was in this, uh, I was in a, I got transferred to the school, Martin Luther high school. Um, I was always getting into, you know, trouble and whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And they put me in a special program for people that did music and did sports so they, they shipped all of us to Martin Luther High School and um, you know, it was a lot of people from Southside Jamaica and West Side Merrick and it was just a bunch of us going to this supposed to be reformed, cool type of organized school. I don't see that going well. Date nah bro, they tried everything. They tried giving <laughs> this uniform. We were rocking Tim's with the uniform. We made the uniform pants sag and look cool. Like, we just did different shit to the point that they was like, yo, we just can't do nothing with these people. You know what I'm saying? As long as your grades are good, then whatever. But the uniform thing, they really tried to do it. We swagged the shit out. Um, but I remember there was this chick. I think her name was Erica, right? Oh, I think her name was Chandi. I think it was Chandi. But whatever her name was, damn, I have, if I have friends. I, I do have friends that listen to this podcast, but whatever. So
1: I have to ask you off off mic, yo Erica So <laughs>
0: so it was it was it was it was in it was in high school and um I seen her she was new to the school she was one of new chicks so not you know niggas is hawking now like Who's the new, new chicks chick? get new the worst bro gets, especially if you new when you bad like oh that's a
1: new face hold on what's... hey
0: now chicks is hating because now all the niggas that's that, that was there before that you try to play they're not they focused on you now we got a right new now. face. So, oh, so, uh, school's over and, um, I was supposed to go to basketball practice and shit like that, whatever. But I seen Erica walk inside this classroom. So my niggas is on it like, yo, sin, you want to get that? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to get that. So I'm following her. They're following me being stupid. Everybody's sitting down in the classroom. My school's over. So this had to be like one of those after school classes or the, um, uh, like programs that they were starting or the, the. the, the the teams or whatever it was
1: yeah, and, well,
0: yeah yeah, that type of shit you know what I'm saying and she's sitting she's sitting in there and I'm sitting there next to her and I'm laughing uh, talking to her this and that whatever all my boys in the back just chilling and I'm not paying attention to anything that the teacher is saying like it was some kind of meeting for something and I'm not even worried about him he was a cool ass teacher named Mr. Benz and um I'm there talking to her and then I, I just see names going around like you know paper going around and people are writing whatever they're writing down paper went on my desk I'm not writing shit you know what I'm saying and then uh, a couple minutes go by, and Mr. Benz grabs all the papers and he's reading them, and he's like, "Okay, well, we're gonna announce who the president is of the Key Club. And like Dick heads, all my friends put my name in it. So I ended up becoming <laughs> like president of some shit yeah. called the Key Club. I was like, what the f-? like what is the key club? I had no idea what the hell that shit was. And they're that. laughing. they think it's the funniest shit in the world. And I'm like, nah. So I'm, I told Mr. Benz, I'm like, yo, you better find another president. Cause after this after this, I'm out. I'm like, I'm not, I can't do this. I'm not committing to this. Like it was a joke, being <laughs> stupid. And he told me, he said, yo, honestly, uh, he was also like my economics teacher. So he's like, yo, listen, I'm gonna tell you one thing. If you leave this group as being, if you step down from being president, then I'm going to be extra hard on you when it comes to economics. And that was a class I was breezing by cause I was on the ball team and shit like that, whatever. So I'm like, I gotta stay in this so, shit. I guess I'm the
1: press. <laughs> but I was the press. You know what I'm saying? The press, so, you know what I'm saying? so. But
0: the good thing about being the president is you was able to have your own secretary. You could pick your own secretary. So oh, you know I had to holler something. at You know what I'm saying? Seeing? So she became a secretary. But what you know? To fast forward, um, pretty much like one of the things that was the main thing of this Key Club shit was we did like a lot of nonprofit work, right? A lot of nonprofit work. We did. We uh, fed the homeless we tutored at schools, we cleaned up graffiti. It ended up becoming like a really cool experience. You know what I mean? And with, the and then I changed the climate of it. I became like the first and youngest black person to be the president of that shit. Cause you know, you know like we ain't checking for the kid club. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, look at, so I I changed the whole demographic of it in Queens. I've made it kind of somewhat cool. You know what I'm saying? And um, nah, but I'm, I'm saying this because uh, one night we were feeding the homeless. And we went to uh i think we were in brooklyn and we went, to, we went to feed the homeless and uh yo my whole my whole perspective of homeless people changed I, I spoke to this one guy who was a doctor and he literally became homeless smartest guy I've ever to this day smartest guy i've ever met just that conversations that we we had were so above i take that conversation with me to this day and i went back like three or four times afterwards just to talk to him you know what i mean and he was a doctor he became homeless because he never handled his finances the right way. His wife was the one who handled all the finances. She, he just, he just worked, and she stayed at home and handled all the finances. They got, uh, they got a divorce. She left with everything. Oh my! Left with everything. He found her, he found her cheating. She left with everything. Uh, he was a paycheck away from um, from losing his house. Damn. Bought a big ass house, and uh, he ended up losing it and he ended up messing up his taxes. It was just a bad, trickle-down effect of shit. He became depressed and he didn't go to work because its the love of his life. Yeah. And he became homeless after a while. He didn't have any family members. He just knew her and her family and afterwards he just knew nobody, you know what I mean? And um, he would just, he just, he fell from that situation and he never got back up. And he just taught me that it just takes one paycheck or just takes one situation for someone to really be homeless if you think about it. It doesn't take much. And um you know, fast forward the other day, I'm at, I'm at, um, I'm walking at, you know, at, uh, at CVS, walking past CVS, and there's a guy going through the garbage. And, um, I don't pay attention to him, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I go straight towards the car, he comes to me, he's like, yo, sir, you know, do you have any money? And I'm like, yo, honestly, man to man, I have no cash on me. I said, I feel, I'm in a rush, but I feel bad giving you the coins out of my car. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, I, I, I feel bad giving you coins. But if you want them, I'll give them to you. And he's like, "Yo, I'll take whatever you got. I'll take five cents if you got it. And I gave him maybe like you know dollars worth of quarters and stuff like that, whatever. And then I go, I go back towards um, where I was going. I come back to the car to find out that the uh, the 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 manager of the CVS was yelling at him and told him to get out the garbage and go walk down the street and this and that, whatever. And just the look of in his eyes was just like so like damn, like you're really kicking me when you're down when I'm down. You know what I'm saying?" And I was like, I was like, nah. I said, come, come, get up, bro. I said, I said, get up. He started sitting down. You know, against the floor, against the, the fire hydrant. I was like, nah, let's go, let's go. So we go inside the CVS. The man is running towards him to stop him from coming to coming inside. Yeah. I was like, yo, fam, don't touch him. I was like, he's with me. He's with me. I said, yo, bro, get whatever you want to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was. He didn't want to get anything. He felt. He said, yo, you gave me money already. And I think I had two singles. I think I found two singles in the car also. He's like, yo, you already gave me money. You know what I mean? I'm fine. I don't want anything else. He's like, I don't want to for anything. I said, yo, bro, you're hungry, right? I said, get a sandwich. And without bragging and talking about the stuff that I got from, I put him on a little shopping spree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I put he got he got like eighty dollars worth of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like a book What's bag, so it changes you know what I mean? And and um everybody was looking at me like like I was crazy. And the manager looked at me and was like, yo, why are you even doing this? Why are you going so hard? I said, Why aren't you going so hard? You know what I'm saying? Like you just told this man that is at his low for whatever reason. I can't judge him, so I don't know if he's on drugs. You know what I mean? All I know is he's homeless and digging your garbage. You're you're banned from the store, so you're saying you're not good enough to come into my store, but you're not even good enough to go inside the garbage that I don't want. I was like, yo, bro, you're bugging. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's not how you treat people. So, yeah, I just say that to say, like, you know what I mean? Um, I'm very compassionate when it comes to, like, homeless people. Thank God you're not homeless anymore. I don't know why you were homeless before. I know I went on a rant. But I just always, you know what I mean? Like,
1: nah, that's all good, bro. That's actually yeah. a really good story, to be honest with you. um I've done that a few times, just like, just how I was raised and shit I've been through. um also,
0: Yeah, man, I feel like we're putting this earth to give. You know what I'm nah, saying? Like, that's that's, that's what fact, we're here bro. for. I that's feel a, like we're here to that's give.
1: A fact, bro. I, I personally, um, like, I'll be, like, if I have it on me, yo, if I see someone on the road, I'll, I'll give it to them. And, like, there's people who be like, why would you do that? I'm like, yo, because. At the end of the day, I gave that with the right intentions. You know that's what I'm saying? a fact. It doesn't yeah. matter like, it doesn't matter what, you're doing what with you do. What you do with bread. it at that point you know is up saying? to you. At the yeah. end of the day, I gave you that bread because I want you to better your current situation. That's a fact. So like, and that's 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 what like I I try to do for for anybody. You know what I'm saying? So um, there was there was this one time where uh I was in Florida. There was a dude begging for bread outside, and I was like, yo. You hungry? He was like, yeah. I was like, you thirsty? He was like, yeah. I was like, all right, let's go into this Walmart real quick. We walked into the Walmart. I was like, bro, get a sandwich, get you a drink. Don't even worry about it. I got you. He was like, all right, cool. Paid for I paid for everything or whatever. It, it wasn't no eighty bucks. I, I don't ever
0: have like eighty bucks. Yo, change. and I, and when and when, and when, I, when I when I said that it wasn't me bragging nah, that. Nah, it wasn't yeah, that, but that, that was, that I'm, was I'm a, super I'm a, genuine. I'm going to keep not, it a I buck. I wasn't aiming for eighty bucks. Nah, you no, rag, nah, I, know what I'm saying? No, Yo, things are expensive. I would never go to CVS again. I could have <laughs> took them the Family dollars <laughs> some shit. You know what I mean? But but you know what I'm saying? It's like you you and you what it what it taught me, and the reason why I didn't mind paying money that I really you know what I'm saying don't didn't really have to just throw out there. But what it taught me is like, yo, the basic things that we need, we just take for granted. That's because I don't even think I got him that much stuff for the for the money I spent. Like I got him food, water, uh, maybe like, you know, uh, he wanted like, um, I don't know, one of them iced coffees and stuff like that, whatever. Yeah. You know, I got him soap, body wash, uh, maybe shampoo, razors, and a bag, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just shows like the little things that we take for granted. You know what I mean and, and it's the simple things And it meant so much to him And his face lit up He was like Yo I'm gonna tell my wife About this when I go back To the shelter You know what I mean Like it just It just meant a lot to him So the little things we take for granted So I'm gonna always give Like I God, feel like That's fact, what we're here for, for fact,
1: You I, know what I'm saying I had, I, had, uh, I had a point um, Where the The thing that was Keeping me up here Or like pretty much Locked me in Into bad situations When it didn't work out So there was There was moments where I was living off of like ramen, like, cup ramen, and, like, it's, it just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a good time, like, I'll go to work hungry, I'll come, like, wherever I was at, I'll go there hungry as shit, and, um, at one point, there was a dude, his name was Joe Bradley, I call him Papa Bear, uh, he took care of me like some days when he had extra bread. He okay,
0: was, I just want to make sure he was an older guy yeah, that yeah, was like a father. Because yeah, I'm not was, calling uh, a pair of mine Papa Bear. Like nah,
1: was okay. a, he was he was like I don't know they they called him a Bear or whatever. I was like nah, that's Papa Bear or some shit like that. Right. So, like, kind of it's kind of rolled with it like thing. Um, but like some mornings he was like I got you on breakfast, got you on breakfast, and like one day he was like yo, um, as a man like you gotta you gotta start like you gotta get your own food. Even though like you might be in need, you're gonna have to get your own food and like you don't want to ever show anybody that you you struggling like like you struggling. And like after that I, after that I started like, you know, alright, bet. I'll just I'll I'll do what I need to do. I'll get by the day. It's not like I'm not used to like starving or whatever. So like I was like not trying to guilt nothing. I was like, I'm gonna do this. Shit. I'm, like I'm G. Like I ain't worried. You know and I'm saying like there was some days where, um, as sad as this sounds, I'll 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 have bread. I'll have like four dollars or whatever and it'll be like all right what am i going to do with these four dollars i haven't eaten all day let me just get a four loco drink half of it pass out because i'm i'm faded at this point and i'll wake up and i'll pretty much be good till noon and i've done that a few times but like because of that
0: that was your logic
1: Bro, and like I said, it was bad as bad as it sounds. I definitely said that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying it was it was the it was the right thing to do. It's With like, four
0: dollars, you could have went to McDonald's. You could have got like. A, I could have, uh, but
1: I I wasn't in, in no walking distance of a McDonald's, and I wasn't, and I like. But you
0: was a walking distance of the Four Loko.
1: It was a gas station, bro. It was like right there.
0: Why you didn't get honey buns or something?
1: Nigga, I I don't eat sweets.
0: Nigga, you homeless? You I don't eat you sweets, eat.
1: bro. I don't eat sweets. I
0: guess. I mean, but you eat four loco. But you drink four loco.
1: Bro, that shit put me to sleep. And now I'm Gucci till the next day.
0: I I guess. I guess.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like I was out here drunk at work. Like I still had a job. Like nobody knew. Like the majority of everything I was going through. Like right, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. functioning throughout the day and stuff like that. But at the same time, like I'm at work. But that money for work, I have to pay. I have to pay for my phone bill, regardless if, if like I actually have a a physical home to go to. I need to make sure I can keep communication with the people that actually do care for me. Um, I gotta, I gotta pay. Did whatever. you ever
0: wonder why nobody took you in? Um, those,
1: those, those people that let me sleep on their couch or whatever and stuff like that. So like, I, I can't, I can't ever say that I never ever had any place to go in my super down times. Um, but I definitely, I definitely had a lot of places where I didn't actually have like a, a place. Like, that was me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like So,
0: you're sleeping outside, outside homeless?
1: Sometimes. Or, oh, I'll, I'll sleep in my boy's car. Or, actually, when I first became homeless, I slept in my car for a little bit. Until, like, the car didn't move. And then, like, I had to get rid of the car. Um, this is, like, certain certain moments, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit was just real bad. And I was like, I'm in the car fucking freezing. The car can't move, but I can I sleep in this motherfucker. I'm like, I bet. Yeah. Um Yeah. I need something in my stomach. I need, or or I need to at least go to sleep so I don't think about the fact that I'm hungry. So like some days I'll be like, all right, let me just grab this for a local. I'll I'll drink half this shit, pass out, and I'm not gonna worry about it. I'll take this two dollars to give for a gas so I can get to work the next day or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was always something. I always had to spend money for something. I was working at Pep Boys, um, at one point, um, just to just to keep my funds up. But Pep Boys Pep Boys isn't gonna pay me everything I need to make sure that I'm good is New York. Uh-huh. Bro, nah, you need to make $15 minimum just to like get a one bedroom, bro. Like, uh-huh. it's a totally different economy up here like in Florida. Like, is that
0: when you became depressed? or
1: was... Depres- The depression came pretty much immediately after what caused me to be homeless. Um, not trying to dive into it too much or to actually throw shade on it, but I came up here. I was living with my my son's mom, and things didn't work out, so, I ended up, leaving, leaving, right, uh, against my will, for the most part, it was like, not, I'm not gonna say against my will, type shit, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't something that I planned, it wouldn't have
0: been your first option,
1: yeah, you know what I'm saying, um, so, that, that kind of like, fucked me, and like, for me, I'm a, I'm the type of person, where like, I'll think worse about a situation, if I got, like, if I weigh out my investments, like, I invested time, money, emotions into making sure this shit works. It did not feel completely like no. Yeah, I can like relate. Zero, I can relate you know what relate to saying? that. Yeah. So like now I'm sitting here. I'm like I got a kid on the way, cause like, at the time she was six months pregnant. So like I got a kid on my way. On the way, I ain't got shit for myself right now. Like no family in miles. Like I'm like I said, I'm not from out here. I moved up here in this situation. So like my father, my family was like. Miles away, like hundreds of miles away, or like I think the closest relative is like Connecticut. And I ain't wanna, I ain't wanna ask nobody, yo, come get me, cause like I'm in a bad situation. So I guess the pride kicked in. Right, right, a little bit, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, you know, even my dad was like, yo, I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna send you bread, or I'm gonna have uh, your aunt send you some bread, she gonna come get you, or she gonna take you to the airport and come down. I'm like, nah, I got a kid on the way, I can't do that shit, I'm not gonna leave my child, you know what I'm saying? I want to do right for my kid and like I think I think like at some point I kind of like you know the depression started building I'm like damn I'm like in the worst place I could possibly be just cause like I want to be a good father and um <clears throat> at some point I realized that like there's certain things that can be changed and certain things that can't be changed and once once I grasped that that like there's certain things within my control range that's when like my depression started to decrease and like I was able to get out of the depression cause like when I was, when I had, everything was eating me, bro. It was like demons, was just like, yo, just kill yourself. You like, you're not gonna go nowhere. You're not doing shit. Your, your son's not gonna miss you. You're not even here yet. You're fine, like, but like, you know, faith, my mom, my dad, my boys out here, niggas, I, I consider the pack. Um, they, they kept me, they kept me pushing on some real shit.
0: Does your depression ever come back? Do you feel like I don't, I don't, I personally don't think that someone who is depressed ever. Loses the depression I feel like they suppress it And I feel like it just takes A spiral of effects to A spiral of things to occur Before you're right back into that, that, that I think, Depressive mind state
1: I think anybody that's dealt with depression Can easily sink back into it But if you were able to get out of it
0: Then you think you should be able to stay out of you it can,
1: You can You can see it coming And then you can make the maneuvers you need to make To get away from that and if like you actually do feel the depression, you know, you know the routine at this point. Like you know, all right, boom, depression. What helped me out last time? Let me go chill with my bro. Right. Let me go do this real quick. Right. Let me go play my game. Let me. Let I think mean, me that's make it I think that's big. You I think mean that's big.
0: I think people gotta understand the vices and understand the things that trigger certain type of things, and Facts. then you have to know how to counteract it. So it Facts. takes a lot to know how to counteract it.
1: Depending that's a hard on, part. That's yeah, depending
0: part. on what triggers the depression. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. different things. When you're really depressed and you. When you, hold, when you suppress your depression, because I feel like the first step in someone being uh, overcoming depression is understanding that they are depressed and being fine living in depression. And I don't know if that makes sense. But you, you, you have to be fine. You have to, don't make it your home, but just make it like your hotel state for a little bit. Like, all right, <laughs> you're not going to be here forever, but I understand that I'm in a situation right now. Right. And until I check out, this is what, what I'm dealing with right now. But I know that I need to leave the luggage here. You know what I'm saying? When I yeah. check out. Like, I'm not bringing these bags with me. Like, I'm checking out, but I'm leaving everything here. And I feel what like that's something that, you know what I mean? Like, people should understand. And I mean, I feel like a lot of black men, especially, are depressed. And I feel like that's something that's passed on to us. That's and I, I wish that we were, I wish there were more classes. Um, the same way that you have history class, the Spanish class, and French. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I passed three years of French. Nigga, I don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I
1: passed
0: <laughs> Spanish and French. I took that in school, and I just I just did enough to you to know. So yeah, usted has something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know much of it. I know I don't know much of it, but I feel like they should have more classes like business classes um, to teach you about taxes and how to save money. Not and I feel like they should definitely. definitely have classes based upon what what your dreams are and what your goals are. They should try to have more programs about that. But I feel like definitely. There should be like, I feel like it should be mandatory for kids in school, especially, I know you can't really segregate and say only black kids do it. But I feel like there should be like, you know how some schools have guidance counselors? I feel like there should be like a psych class. I feel like there should be a class where they dig into your mind a little bit. Yeah, I'm saying because those are the ages where a lot of things happen like especially in high school like you're trying to figure your way out like your junior senior year you're trying to figure what your next steps are in life your parents are telling you telling you that you have to go to college college is the way for you to make it you don't really want to go to college because you know that's not see, for you but see this
1: all breaks down to, to bigger bigger issues Um, like as I'm not saying no, no other like you know group actually has but as a black male like you growing up Like, it doesn't matter who you around or, like, what's going on. Like, if you struggling, everybody keeps it to themselves. Like, they don't ever, ever, like, go to that one person. I can help them, like, get through it or, you know, tell them, like, yo, it's okay to, like, release and shit like that. Um, Me personally, like, you know, I bottled up a lot of shit. That shit didn't actually work out for me because, like, if I bottle it up, it's going to... It takes nothing For that cork to pop You know what I'm saying like, nah. I think men
0: in, men in general Are told that It's it's wrong to it's be It's weak Yo, I, I, you know, they, They'll the, say it's weak you're, you're one of my Cooler friends Because you're, you're, you're Irritating Because Anytime you see that I'm bothered by something The first thing is like Yo you need a hug You need
1: yeah, a hug Damn bro I'm You saying, know, put that On the podcast <laughs> <laughs> That was off limits Nigga shit
0: Yo before the podcast I actually think It was off limits And you said no You said like I what I
1: didn't know You was gonna bring up hugs Yo <laughs> You see how you do me Pyramid
0: so, but but to be real with you, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. Nah, you no, know I mean?
1: exactly. But see, like just how I reacted, right? Like that's that's how people would expect. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, nah, me offering a hug to to another black man—that's weakness. That's crazy. Why would you do something so soft and sentimental to offer aid? And like that's an issue with the like with African Americans. Well, well, like you like you look at me like I'm crazy every time. I'm like, yo, you you good? You need a hug? You be like? Nah, I'm in the mood. Plus nah, I don't like look at it, you like you
0: I I don't look at you like you're crazy. You be it, like, why
1: you offering me a grown ass
0: man? Honestly, I'll be honestly I be i be hundred percent joking with you. Like and like I look at you like a brother. So like I hug my brothers. Like I tell I tell my people I love them all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like that's me. Like I'm that person because I'm the same person Because, man. because listen, like, not for nothing when when you I just lost a close friend uh, a, a couple weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. lost a friend a couple weeks ago. And me and him we used to joke on each other every single day. A text message, he see a picture. Uh, he was the main DJ. I would put at a lot of my events out here, and um, we just—he looked like my boy Jaques. He looked like Sinbad. So I used to joke on him and call him Uncle Philip from from Fresh Prince. So we used to joke on each other all the time. Um, God rest his soul. And I, 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 I would I, before he passed, I was in the habit of telling, even even not just him but anybody, like a lot of my my dudes. I would tell them randomly Yo I love you You know what I'm saying If you need anything holler at me You know what I mean Like We you know what need I mean? that though Like that's Cause that's how I feel Like I've never been ashamed To tell my boys I love them So the mm-hmm. hug thing I joke around with you And stuff like that Whatever like yo bro Like I'm not gonna just Randomly just like Hug the shit out of you And stuff like that Whatever but yo I, I always joke I always joke around with, Like I get it yeah, You know what I mean true. And I feel like we need more of that And I feel like oh,
1: Definitely
0: A lot of a lot of black men especially are told I don't I can't I can only speak for black men men because that's what I am. Yeah, and that's exactly you know what I've saying? been around for tell the most what's, part.
1: what's in the Spanish we not Spanish Yeah, so in Spanish I don't I don't Spanish know. Spanish. I don't know,
0: you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I know for, for black men, we're told that it's not it's sensitive to show your emotions or your feelings. And it's then you weak for
1: showing sensitivity.
0: Right, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you don't know what to do. And then like so we bottle so many things inside and I feel like that's what leads to depression. And
1: then we wrong to talk to therapists. Place.
0: Right, like it's not cool to talk to a therapist. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like this, like the things that black men go through all the time, like, I, I be looking at people like, like you have no idea what it is. Like, and this is not a joke, like, it's real shit. For, for, like, yo, to be a black man, like, out here, like, I tell anyone, if you got a black man that's a husband, that's a boyfriend, that's a son, that's a father, that's an uncle, that's a nephew, that's a cousin, like, yo, you should thank God every day that they go to bed uh, safe and they wake up safe. And that you see them time and time again. Don't take that shit for granted. We don't live in a time where you can take these things for granted. Yeah, you know, I mean we gotta we gotta tread softly out here. It's crazy. That's a, that's so, a fair but on a mental on a, on a on a on a conversation when it comes to our mental, I feel like yeah we should we should be able to have more groups or have more outreach programs need some more or support, yeah honestly, you even, know what I'm saying yeah even
1: if it's not like outside support like the niggas that you actually consider inside your circle like like the the close ones, the niggas that's like yo, the people you would consider family, them niggas need to be on point, you know what I'm saying? Like boom, if I see your face switching on, I'm like yo my nigga like you good, you want to to me. Yo, about and for the,
0: and for the most part these niggas is on it, you know what I'm saying? Like like my like my nigga, even if I don't share it, if I'm not if I'm not outspoken and share all the time, they can tell you when you walk inside the studio if I'm here by myself and the lights are low and the candle is on, or I got Joey playing on or instrumental or something. They know what time it is Like there's a lot of times I see these niggas walk in They'll look at me And they just walk right out You know what I mean Cause they know I'm in that type of vibe You know what I'm saying Just like you came in here And you seen how, how I was And you are like yo See you
1: I'm that, mad annoying though. You in
0: that type of time How
1: is it, I'm mad annoying them Cause like me Cause I know what depression is And I know the signs of depression or, or sadness at the least Right When I know When I see them signs I'm like nah There's no way I'm gonna let this nigga feel like He alone type shit but yo, alone. but yo to
0: me I'm, I'm gonna always feel that way like I'm gonna feel that I'm gonna feel that way because like, um and this is therapeutic, I guess, I'm not trying to do this, but it's it's um I'm gonna feel that way because of so many years of having to bottle shit up. You know what I'm saying? And that's really what it is. It's 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 like being forced to bottle things up and then my coping mechanism mechanism was to stay busy so that I'm mentally not thinking I'm thinking about everything else but the source of my depression and my Sadness or me feeling alone So if I'm doing This studio session If I'm working on this beat If I'm doing this podcast If I'm Going out here or there If I'm running this Showcase a concert If I'm taking this meeting Over You know what I mean Whatever yeah. As long as I'm busy And I'm active And then What's bad about me too Is I don't sleep like that You know what I'm saying yeah. So like if I'm super Super busy and active I don't have to focus On the problems that I had at hand. But let me get like A half an hour to myself Thoughts be going crazy You know what I mean Like yeah,
1: nah. But see so, like that's that's what I feel like that's why I'm, I'm annoying with certain people. It's, it's not it's not everybody. that it, like it's definitely situational. If I know if I know there's any history of depression, I'm active as fuck. Like you like you are you understand. Like you like you start doing some shit I'm like, yo, so I'm like, nah, yeah, nah, you, nah, talk
0: fact, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's how we should all be. I nah, feel like we should all be, yeah, yeah. And like
1: that's 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 one of the things that I wish I wish like all 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 people had, you know what I'm saying? Female, male, black, white, Puerto Rican, Spanish, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish everybody had like that that person, like, to hit you on the right spots to be like, "Yo, I'm here for you. Don't ever feel alone." Because at the end of the day, like, you sad, I'm going to be sad. Cause you sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> nah, that's <the> real <laughs> shit, bro. Like, 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 if, right. if my niggas, if my niggas are, uh, if you care, upset, if you
0: care that much about your friends, you're that much connected. Then I, I, I would understand that.
1: And that, bro, anybody I consider family, that's. That's, that's how I am with almost everybody, yo. Like, my, my girl my girl hits depression. As soon as I see that depression, I'm annoying as far as I to kiss her everywhere for no reason. Like, she'll be pouting. I'm like, give me a kiss. No, give me a kiss. No, give me a kiss. Now, I'm, I'm just, like, in your face. like, Because, like, at some point, you're going to break. Because, like, nobody wants to be in that depression. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Like, or, yeah. like instinctively, your body's going to work towards that positivity. But your mental is going to try to drag you back in that negative. That's a fact. So, so like... I'm about to force that fucking positivity out your ass. I don't give a fuck, you know? Like, I wish I had that when I was in my, my down moments, but, like, I wouldn't share how depressed I was. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so, because I understand these things, like, I'm going a, I'm to a actively be annoying to make sure that, like, you know that you have that in your life. Like, you're never alone, or you should never feel alone as long as you know that I'm here. Like, if anybody over here, if the pure, mall. You, Noel, my nigga Ali. If anybody called me and was like, yo, I'm going through some shit right now, bro. I need you. I'm about to skirt, skirt, and I'm about to be mad about these toes later.
0: (laughs) Who the fuck is Ali? I don't have Ali in my studio.
1: Young Ali, my boy. Oh your yeah, boy. Oh yeah, <laughs> my bad. Oh yeah. My, I thought you I
0: thought you were in my studio. I was like, this is like a nigga leave that be in my studio. No. Yo, but nah, hundred percent feel you. Um nah and that's and that's super, super real. My only critique for your album, which I was waiting for this moment, uh this podcast, is I, I wanna hear more of that in your music. I feel like that's that's mainly my thing. I'm such a fan of knowing more about an artist. To, forget the forget the fact that we're friends. Like you know what I'm saying, yeah, forget yeah. that. Forget the fact that I know these 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 things. I want to hear more of that in your music, because I feel like that. Just like I love relatable shit. And then when I know for a fact they're going through something, and I hear it in the music. Like I said, the, the other thing about my like, I have a song that I did called "Henny" in my rhyme book, right? Mm-hmm. And a bunch of my peers loved the record because they 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 knew about my depression. They knew about things that were going on. And and when I talk about it in that song. They remember it you know what i'm saying like i remember um i had a friend uh his name was jimmy that i was cool with and um me and him were friends for years and he was just so eager to get music done and he wasn't the best of artists at first but he started getting really really good but then he didn't understand the business aspect as much he didn't understand that things don't happen overnight you got to really bust your ass to make things work you got to make certain type of records so he didn't understand that aspect, but his pen game was good. Pause. Like he was able to really, you know what I'm saying? To to write his ass off. And um, we were cool. And then I had my boy Vision that came around. And Vision was just another one that wanted to be like the leader. Like he did like he was he wanted to be my right hand man just because other people would respect him as that right hand man. And it'll be like, yo, you don't come to the boss unless you go to me. But in a way that makes him look more like a second boss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he ended up getting into Jimmy's ear somehow about them saying, yo, listen, we don't really need to fuck with Sin. You know, Sin's trying to tell us we got to wait a little bit to finish our projects because this ain't ready, that ain't ready, this ain't that, whatever. Let's just go do our own shit. And Jimmy, who was a friend of mine for years, ended up going with Vision. Now, mind you, the two of them ain't doing shit right now. You know what I'm saying? And they weren't doing shit afterwards. They didn't drop a project afterwards. And I'm pretty sure Jimmy felt bad because he told people he felt bad, but he just didn't know how to apologize and come to me as a friend. And me, I wouldn't go to him because I'm like, yo, this is your fault. Like You did, you know what I'm saying? You did this after after years of me being loyal to you. So, I had a line in the song that said, it's funny how Jimmy got blinded by Vision, right? So, dope-ass line for anyone that knew Jimmy, knew Vision, the word that it was blind, and all of my friends was hitting me like, yo, we heard that line about Jimmy, you know what I'm saying? So, for me, it's like, I like when people make relatable music. Like, I like when Biggie was making songs about Little Kim, I like when Drake was making song references about all these different chicks that you know. He got in trouble about the chick from Hooters because he shouted her out at, at being at Hooters and then people put two and two together, who she was. I like shit like that, whatever. So for you, I definitely want to hear more about that. I don't know when your new project is coming out. I don't know when you're working on it. I don't know if you have any plans of doing it. I don't Started. know. If... Okay, well that's that's cool. Why are you starting so soon? You just dropped the project. Oh no, nah, because
1: you, you can never have enough work. You, know like, you plan on releasing it soon? Oh no 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 no! This this project took a whole year just to drop. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not out here speedy to like to finish it and drop it. I, but I definitely do want to start making those rounds to make sure that it's started. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll probably record multiple songs and like you know at some point I'll I'll air out which ones I want, which ones I don't, and stuff like that. But I def, it is it is definitely. A project that is already started. I actually have a few things worked out. Um, I have two EPs I'm working on at the current moment that they're both collab EPs, but like my next personal project, technically I do have the first
0: song. Okay, perfect. Alright man, well I mean pretty much, you know um, that was only my critique. I think the album is dope. You know what I mean? I feel like it was short, straight to the point, which is, which is, which is cool. Like um, yeah, and um, I feel like it's effective. I mean, I know you got the video that you just shot
1: yeah um
0: yeah, yeah. i happen to be in the scene in the video you know what i'm they saying dropping um, jewels
1: and shit, telling me i gotta be on my shit i feel like that I, I,
0: I, I feel like that i feel like you know you got to stay on your shit I tell artists all the time you can it's cool to slow down but never stop exactly you know what i mean and just know the right ways to invest your money your time and your energy those are three things you need to invest in and then you good give yourself six months go hard pause and watch what happens um yeah it works so that's my that's it i'm looking forward to a new project whenever it drops um, I'm still rocking this one um, Glad that you're not Homeless anymore Glad y'all you of depression <laughs> You know what I'm saying for, You know uh, Nah just being real with you Nah nah I love I love knowing Where my friends came from And their stories And you know I mean that's it Like I said um, You've always been A good dude to me So you got my loyalty um, My honor me, My respect I'm killing
1: nigga For you right
0: now Okay My uh, girl ain't
1: gonna be Happy about it But hey I'm pretty sure You're gonna put Something on the commission I mean uh commissary.
0: I'm going to edit that out of the podcast. No.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> 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 All right. So, set.com podcast episode five. Uh, and we out. Pure, you good? He's into playing 2K. All right. So, we out, man. Uh, thanks for coming out, bro. And um, this won't be the last time we have you in here. All right. That's great, bro. you. My guy. Brother.